December 20th, 2009. It's the Watt from Pedro Show.
Bob from Pedro Show. Hold on there, Todd. Uh, it's special birthday edition. I turned 52 yeah. today. Happy birthday. Yeah, here, Brother Matt, get on the mic. Cool. And we got some guests here. Welcome. Skipper Jeff and Buddy Todd. Happy birthday. Uh, yeah, I did my first pedal cool. as a 52-year-old. I had to use uh, the bike I got Frankel's on because uh, I was coming up the hill. Friday, with, you know, my eight pamer mm. dealio in the seat that holds you by the bun. And I snapped the ankle. Wow. A- axle. Ankle. That would be good. Yeah, that would have been my ankle. <laughs> and uh, actually, the Baron went. And then when the wheel came down on the axle, it snapped that. Mm. I've done it a couple times. It's a problem of having my bike by salt air. Mm. Yeah. Corrodes things. I've had specific, uh, spokes pop. We should say what we started off the show with uh, John Coltrane's Sunship, Sunship. Then we heard uh, The Sick of War Train by Sugodi. Now, Sugodi's got uh, Andrea and uh, Jacobo from uh, Florence. They were on last week's show, or the last Watt mm-hmm. from Pedro show, which I did live from Florence. Well, actually, it was uh, Nipponesa. What was the name of the town? A small little village in Tuscany, a little bit north of Florence. See a bitch and journey, though, huh? Uh, you're making me hungry. You say Tuscany. Oh, he was eating. <laughs> yeah, Nipozano. Sorry, Nipozano. Okay, it was an old country house, Tuscany. Yeah, I remember uh, one time we played a gig in near Ravenna. Gandhi, I think it was called. Ganda. Ganda. And the castle was actually from, we were talking about, people, uh, listeners, we were talking about Divine Comedy, but I actually played in the castle where the real Francesca and Paolo from Canto 7 in Inferno were, lived. And looking out the window, and looking at the land, it's the backgrounds of all these paintings, these Renaissance paintings. And this is how it was like in Tuscany. Mm -hmm. It was raining. But, man, I mean, it was amazing. It was so, so beautiful. And this old pad that they lived in I had a big ass kitchen big thick walls downstairs they had their little prac pad studio and then upstairs of the big kitchen and I mean that whole trip was fucking one great chow after another and it's not just chow pads I mean the the dudes cook like Andrea and uh, Jacobo was cooking up the chow while we were doing the show uh, Andrea no, Andrea the popular name, same with St- Stefano, because um, I met a lot of Stefanos. But Andrea and Stefano, Stefano Palia and Andrea Belfi the, were the guys I played with, the musicians. They cooked for me a bunch of times, too. When we did a practice outside Bologna, a little uh, town. Uh, it was in, like, the county, you'd call it, maybe, of uh, San Pietro, which is San uh-huh. Pedro. Uh-huh. And... Uh, Paleso, I think, is the little village. And then it was an old, again, there was an old pad, you know, a couple hundred years old. And 
we didn't want to stop to go chow pad, so they cooked right there. Wow. Cool. And, you know, pasta every day, along with other stuff. And I only had one lane chow the whole time, the whole two weeks I was there. Uh, at a gas station, they had one of these, these sandwiches in the white plastic things. Uh-huh. You know, like we got. Uh-huh. I was wondering if they were just as shitty. Because <laughs> all the other child tasted so fucking good. It's like, man, did they solve this? No. The motherfucker was probably made last year or something. You know, it was tuna. Tuna. And it was bunk. It was bunk. So I had one shitty thing. And then I ate a bunch of potatoes cool. to try to wash the fucking taste out. Because yeah. it was bad. Research. Yeah. Where so... It's not like they're incapable of, uh, of having bad chow. But all the, all the other ones they had was righteous, especially cooked by the brother of Fratelli's. That's how you say brothers. Good solid guys. food, man. And uh, uh, it, a lot of I think the peasant chow, remember we were talking to the Sicilian guy outside the club last night? When the, when the, when the immigrants came over here, they were very poor people, and that, that we're kind of eating their style. Uh, over there, they don't eat like American style Italian, you know, oh, yeah, Italian yeah. Italian style, and it's lighter. Regional, too. Yeah. It's not like five pounds of meat, and Jeez. it's uh, yeah, it, it's 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 regional. Yeah, but everything's lighter and more uh, delicate on the taste, and and not piled on. Thin the crust of the, yeah. the pizza is very thin. The pizzas don't have a lot of topping. Sometimes no tomato sauce. You know, sometimes no cheese. Yeah. Olive oil you know, and base on tomatoes. Some all kinds of different things, but it's just more uh, like kind of thing. It's really good. I mean, and you, you're goodness. right about the regional. They're different things, sure. but there's something about just Italian chow. Mm-hmm. A good game meat right here, Tuscany area, in the Goat. surrounding. <laughs> yeah, oh, rabbit! I know they used yeah, to eat they, rabbit. Yeah. A lot of stock, but I didn't have that. I had uh, organ meat. Um, yeah, they're talking to me about some trippy things. There's some cheese in Sardinia that's still got the larva eating on it. Uh-huh. While you're eating on it. I've got uh, <laughs> good Russian friends. I mean, you know, but every I think every place has that. And I, I didn't eat any of that. I just had regular chow. I mean, you could, they don't, there was some McDonald's and stuff, but I didn't go to any of that. You know, I went to the little trattoria, right, or little chow pad, pizzeria or whatever, and fucking kind chow. Even in Roma, I had a, I want, there was a Donner kebab. There were some uh, Turk cats, right? No, I know. And I was, I've eaten that chow so much in Europe, I was wondering, wow, I wonder what it's like here, because I never had them in Italy. And it's, even that, you know, it wasn't exactly like one you would get in Germany. It had an mm-hmm. Italian kind of angle on it. So the chow thing was pretty intense. But you got to, like, kind of not think so much. Well, the U.S. Italian chow is good, too, but it's different. Just like probably... I ain't ch- a chow in China yet, but I, I can imagine that being a lot different than Chinese chow here. Yeah. In fact, the, I did. Jason Ho took me his place in Alhambra. Yeah, Alhambra um, Chinese food. Monterey Park, yeah, right? it's real deal. Montebello. There's more Chinese people there any place outside it's, it's, of China. It's the and they're immigrant. It's not some like yeah. touristy little thing. Right. These are people who it's actually great food. So, so yeah. their chow pad and there's some intense chow. Yeah. <laughs> Go down to what? Yeah. It ain't chop suey and chow yeah. man. Garden oh. Grove to uh, Little Saigon, you know. Westminster. Westminster, mm-hmm. yeah. 
This is up by the I-10 and the yeah. I-710. Yeah. 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 Right around yeah. Phil yeah. Spector's yeah. path. Yeah. 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 And you know about that. Yeah. There's a big yeah. immigrant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Monterey Park, Alhambra. Oh, Jason Ho took me down there, and I had the big intestines with the blood vessel and things. How'd you like it? I kind of liked it, yeah. but it's 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 different, you know. And and, and the same with the, the Italian chow too, you know. It's going to be different and not as uh, uh, earthy as the China chow, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think that stuff you're talking about the the weird game and stuff was old, in older days. I know there's restaurants that really yeah, but they're probably chow. they're specializing yeah. in a it, traditional it, in thing. the game. It's more in the mountains, like surrounding yeah, yeah. You get I, I, Tuscany proper. Let you hunt your own. Tuscany's <laughs> like uh, Siena and Florence. Okay, and the Bologna is the Emilia. Uh, uh, it's got two names, huh? Anna Maria Albergetti. Emilia <laughs> Romagna. Romagna. It was almost three. <laughs> you, let, you let me, I'll help you. Emilia Romagna. Okay, and then uh, it's it's lame because I'm on the radio. I don't want to give bad. Uh, Information is hard for me to remember. Umbria is where Roma is. They have a kind of, I don't know politically how they do things, but there's a regiones, kind of mm. maybe like states. Uh-huh. And under there, there's commune, which is kind of a city or a county, maybe. Maybe it's com- county. And then under there, you got the chita, which is a city. Uh-huh. And then maybe, you know, I think that's how they delegated it up. The Pu- Republic of Italy isn't that old, really. It's like 120 years. Have you hit Sardinia? No, I want to. And a guy in Roma, uh, another Andrea. <laughs> it was, I ran into Andrea and Stefano a lot, these names. Very popular. All cool people, though. That was such an experience for me. For the music. Uh, he said, first Pope. So you're going to run into that name a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, how about a... Yeah, Pope Shlomo the very first. <laughs> no, Peter. So that's with this town here that me and Brother Matt live in. Oh, and Skipper Jeff. You ain't Pedro, right? No, no, I'm Temple no, City. He loves man. it Temple here, City. though. Huh? I'm out of here, man. I live at Transport. Temple City. So you came for the weekend because you were at the gig last night. I played Harold's last night. Anyway, I should get back to the, the, the tag thing. So we did the interview, and uh, yeah, I wanted to play a bunch of music but this guy, the spiel was so interesting yeah, just was. let these guys go it was huh? I, I enjoyed they're very the passionate about the music I was asking well, so what the, what's the scene like and I don't call it a scene one thing it's I noticed family. They, they were kind of cons- uh-huh. they're kind of like a family and, and uh, yeah. their, their, their ideals are really strong yeah these are like not careering merch guys they're beautiful Beautiful. Yeah. You know, like you were talking about the political structure, and you get into those areas, and there's a city fathers. There's always a council of elders, basically. Yeah, I don't know if you're getting on this. Why don't you sit next I'll to me? I'll probably be all right. I get a loud voice. No, but you're on the other side of the mic there. This is fun. Yeah. I'm shy, and this technology scares me. So you're me talking now. about the city fathers? <laughs> yeah, you know, like uh, when you get into the smaller burgs and, and the villages, uh, don't they all have pretty much a council of city elders and... You know, the, it's like the Chamber of Commerce here, but it's the imp- movers and shakers in the village, you know. Yeah, but I think these cats are autonomous. They had stories about coming across the border from Bulgaria into Macedonia during the war and the guy putting the bazooka yeah. in. Yeah, 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 that was amazing. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. But they wanted to do yeah. the gig, and the cat in Skopje wanted the gig to happen because yeah. he thought if he could play a gig, get off the war trip and get people calmer. So the, the gig had to happen even though the war was going on at the time. Didn't the soldier... So I think these guys... 
now some things do go through. Like the whole reason for my trip was first uh, festival put on Chisana. And uh, that was with the city money. They they they, they put up monies yeah, yeah. to to do uh, public oh. art, right? I think maybe U.S. is starting to do that a little bit. The NEA, right? Something like that. National Endowment for the Arts or something. But they go, yeah, you're right. It goes down to the local level. And I played things like uh, street fairs. And they're kind of put on by towns and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. U.S. has a oh, little there's bit. so many saints festivals, you know. But the, sure. They have long, yeah, but not just Italy. All Europe oh, really sure. supports the public arts. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what started this trip off. And I, I went there and played this thing called the Collateral Festival in, in Cesena. And then, hey, put five other gigs around it and make an album. But how, the album thing was interesting because uh, the man got sick. His, his nickname was Burrow. <laughs> Burro got he was sick. Already so sick, man. We couldn't we couldn't uh, do the uh, recording at his pad, but Burrow. they found one up there in uh, Varessa, near Varessa. You could see the Swiss Alps. It was way in the north, and uh, the thing came through, man. A great community of uh, music people there, and I'm glad they got to speak on the radio uh, to tell some uh, people about their their things uh, because I don't think a lot uh, in the U.S. we really know about Italian music scene. Yeah. We got now, some stereotypes and some kind of corny things that aren't really, uh, you know, accurate about what's really going on there. Now, was that um, by any chance the? Uh, it's a jazz-oriented festival at all. Collateral. They have all kinds. Yeah, they I have all kinds. You know what? I heard the man, I heard the man on jazz uh, on the jazz station. Yeah, from yeah. Uh, Long Beach State. Okay. Okay. And who organized that? I had no idea. Like. You know, stuff of your gristle was going to be on the bill. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're yeah, pretty open-minded kind of thing. You know, I, well, Banyan in 2005, we played Monterey Jazz Festival. Well, well my brother saw you backstage. Yeah, yeah. okay. And, uh, I mean, the boss was way into it, but there's a lot of cats in sweaters sitting there like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Yeah. We went on right after John Schofield. I think music's getting John's more and more. I mean, the marketing people would rather have it all confined into genre. But if you really get to oh, it, oh man, yeah, eclectic should be shit about. It's, it's you played a uh, track, uh, right? Uh, demo track that was that from what you you did with them at the beginning of that last podcast. Yeah, well, that's yeah. when uh, that was great. Yeah. Stefano uh, sent me a song of him playing guitar, and, and there was no drums, no drums from Andrea. Andrea's he had drums and he had uh, some guitar and stuff on it. And uh, working from demos is trippy, but especially this one, it didn't have any. I didn't know where the drums were going to be, so I ended up right. doing like one big fucking long right. bass solo right. for five. I don't even like it. I don't mean anybody definitely. They were into it too because yeah. when we went to record the thing, they say, hey, you know, go for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew you were. But I didn't on know it. what the drums. I didn't know what the beats were. You know. Yeah. Well, I like like what I heard, man. Probably the beats. Damn, they were beautiful guys. You know. Uh, very lucky. Some a lot of times in music, uh, and I, and I rolled with them like uh, Second Man or Missing Man tour it was just us three in the boat. And uh, in fact, the boat thing was. There's a diary up in the hoop page if you want to read this day by day. But uh, we were going to get this big ass boat from some clown promised uh, Andrea, and he's a, he lives up in uh, Verona, and it was in uh, up to. Certified, right? It wasn't safe enough. So you got to have them uh, inspect it, right? Uh, 
didn't pass. There's states in the U.S. are like that. If you don't have this uh, inspection stick, Cali don't. I think mm-hmm. Cali just has to roll. I hear Doesn't even have to stop, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, ended up having to borrow his pops a little. Yeah, they love this. It's a Fiat, you know. And I said, oh, you know Fiat, huh? Fix it again, Tony. Oh. They, they love that. <laughs> Come on. Fix it again, Tony. All the... <laughs> 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 this you didn't have to fix this again no this is great running car and stuff that was from cars in the 60s i think yeah i remember my the pop got x19 one. man buddy of mine was always working on one of those and he kept blowing ether into the carburetor one time and he came, we were roommates and he comes back into the house as half his mustache was burned off oh wow and oh. you know and a lot yeah, of that, that fuel out of the mouth out of fiat man it's like it was a fun car to drive x19 a little wedge yeah, yeah. they had a spider two and 800 with a motorcycle motor yeah about forty thousand miles and melted up my pop had one in the 60s it was, it was like a broge yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of that but, is, but come on they were like the biggest truck manufacturer maybe they still are yeah and, uh, you know, with the Fiats and the And didn't they cars. save somebody? GM or... Uh, he did a marriage with somebody. Chrysler? Uh, yeah, they... Um, yeah, Chrysler. Chrysler. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the Dimler. heck's going on there. <laughs> so, Sob's going German out of business. Again, uh, Iacocca. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, you know, we can't get them onto that. I, I, I hipped them to a bunch of... Uh, they, they weren't aware of a lot of the pejoratives about... Like Guido's. Uh, they didn't know about that. Uh, Guido, yeah, it's a name. Yeah. That's the name of the uh, service guy <laughs> so in the it's movie kind of Cars. A, yeah, Guido. No, the Guido's guy. a generic term for an Italian guy. I know, guy but in the movie Cars. But they didn't, they didn't know about this. Oh, but there's a lot of Jersey kids wear it like a badge. They don't say that yeah, see, it's course. anything degenerate about it. It don't even have to be really yeah. bad, but it's just like kind of... I saw I two of them on uh, like uh, Conan O'Brien or something the other night, and you know... He goes by the name Guido, and she's a Guidette, you know. Yeah. And they got their, you know, they're like, you know, computer stars. Oh wow! <laughs> Maybe it's yeah, TV. but these these cats they weren't really hip to that stuff. They uh, they've been in the U.S. a couple times and stuff, but uh, I hipped them to some stereotype uh, Italiano things, and they were they thought it was funny. Yeah, they got they had a good sense of humor. They're great cats, very intelligent, great young, cats, thirties, you know. 31. Yeah. I was 20 years. Yeah. And it just. No, got, 30. You're right. They, they got both were 30 years old. Music, all I think Jacopo and Andrea, the uh, Sigoti guys, mm-hmm. were more like 34, 35. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're more in the mid 30s. But they're still. I, in their prime. Everybody, I, everybody I fucking met was so fucking happening. Yeah. And it was a beautiful trip for me. And like I said, the chow was great. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the weather, though, the one thing, with the weather was, Roma had sun, but the rest, you know, was end of November, so there was some rain. Yeah, and don't stop at the stop signs, right? You didn't talk about that. It's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> well, th- things are changing. I mean, it's still wild. The guy's getting in the lane with you, but I remember Stefano uh, tells me, uh, s- s- st- traffic lights, only a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, because of the EU and well, stuff. Well, you got an Italian it. woman to look at while you're driving. Man, it, look, you know what? I've seen a lot more wrecks in Germany. Yeah. Because even yeah. with that crazy driving, they ain't speeding so bad. It's the just the wrecks the are Germany, worse. Germany, uh, the Autobahn, they're going so fast that the yeah. consequences. Yeah, the wrecks are worse when they happen. Yeah, but right. they have a pretty good, I think, frequency record. Yeah. Maybe U.S. worse. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah, well, they I don't know. Go you know, driver's ed on the track. When you right? get into this thing of better and worse, I think you're really uh, hitting yeah, in a weird uh, kind of value yeah. trip. Apples and oranges, yeah. man. I think you just you, it's just different. Yeah, 
And also, there's a lot in common. Well, they just have a little... Yeah. You know, they say the Audubon thing works for them, but it wouldn't work anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I like going there, For several too. reasons. You I like, work I out like, like being, Wyoming being in that land or something, too. you know. There, there, I, it was yeah. interesting. In Italy, there are Autostradas and their own... What's that company? Bennington? Yeah, Andrea was telling me... They make flannels. Yeah, right. <laughs> they make all kinds of things, but they make clothes, yeah. And they they own some of those Ostrach. And some of those uh, tolls those were intense. Go to Bologna, to Roma, maybe $25. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. $27. How right is that? I mean, are... About four. Well, yeah. Beer. Bologna's kind of in the middle. Thank you, man. So uh, it was a great trip for me, man. And they got it together for me and said, come on. I got to travel, man. It was wild. And now uh, a week from Tuesday, I go to uh, Japan, Tokyo. Cool. Yeah. I play New Year's Eve and then do an album uh, with Bring folks. Me Hello Kitty, Mike. With folks, I'm, uh, no, I like Rirakuma. I really don't like the Hello Kitty shit. <laughs> Way into Rirakuma, though. I love that story, you know, just wants to fucking relax. The relaxed bear. Mm. Lives in the apartment with office lady. It was invented by a woman. Hell, kitty, you know. You <laughs> we were ranting about it before we went on the air. That's why I, yeah, I don't it dig it. <laughs> but they can have it. I mean, I'll, I actually had. I got too much to do to start running countries. <laughs> Some <laughs> songs to write. And shit, so. I had a nightmare about, about a Pokemon character the other night. Man, it was up against the wall. His tongue was going. Brr, brr. I don't oh. know what it means, but <laughs> Hello Kitty never scared me. That was thing scared me. They they creep me out like Hell the kid. Snuggle Bear. I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay. So and then I'm gonna make an album with Nels Klein, cool. the brother, sister, daughter, and uh, I'm gonna get to play with Nels Klein tonight. Right I get on. to have a cool. birthday gig, and uh, Prospector, Long Beach, cool. And Nels got a new duet with Yuka Honda. Awesome. He's such a monster. And then there's a trio before Matoko Honda, yeah, Joe cool. Berardi, uh-huh. Keo Griffin. So, man. Uh, last year, birthday was in Tokyo. I think the year before, number 50 was in Long Beach at the Piazzas with Banyan. The birthday thing. 52 is heavy on me, though, because that's the year my pop died. And the cancer just whooped on him nine months. So maybe if I can make it to 53, I'll be a little calmer. But this is a heavy year for me. I don't know why I have this scaredness of it. Well, I'm uh, 53 going on 54, and yeah, middle age, you start thinking about mortality, you know. And, uh, but your pop's still living, right? Yeah, you know, after a stroke about a year and a half ago, he's, he's still doing good. His mind's all there. And you should, yeah, but he right. just dreams about climbing mountains and sailing still, yeah. but that ain't going to happen. You should have seen him reciting Robert's just, service over the holidays, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah we taped stuff, it. Huh? He... Uh, yeah. We did this uh, family gathering. Why didn't you bring it to for play the, on the show? <laughs> we no, got some dogs video. Video. The dogs are barking. I'll yeah, take, but you can take the, the audio off. Of yeah, I, we had, uh, everybody had their dogs no, there no, at this look, big Thanksgiving party. Look, I, what do I got here? <laughs> Not yet, but uh, in hour two, I got a cat reading some poetry from right Texas. On. Yeah, right Christopher Skroger. Uh, yeah, we should play some music now, because... Uh, that's about 20 minutes of spiel. <laughs> 
se ti amo è come sfiorarti con un dito in alto ma senza aguantarti mai e se ti amo è come sfiorarti con un dito in alto ma senza carezzarti mai non voglio ali per farmi arrivare a te Basta un salto, ma so già non è per me. Mi hai detto esci dalla vita mia, ne sono uscito, ma forse un piede ancora lì con te. È quasi amore per me, forse è quasi amore per te, forse è grigio buio più totale. È un caos frenetico.
Bot from Pedro Show. Um, that was uh, Not for Fun by 2S4. And before that, that that's, a, that's a band from Italy. And before that, we heard uh, How Long Till We Move On by Andy Scott. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know where Andy's from. Can't remember. Shit. Sorry, Andy. Maybe Scotland. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm sorry, though. You can look that up. There's probably only one Andy Scott in the world, right? <laughs> but but thanks, Andy. And before that, we heard Manchild, and I know they're Italian. I think it's one cat, and he uh, gets musicians around him. With uh, Quasi Amore. You know Amore, right? D. Martin had a song. Oh, uh, okay. Hello. Huh? Yes. <laughs> the moon in the sky, yeah, like yeah, a big yeah, pizza yeah, pie. That's a war. Well, that'll be interesting for me. <laughs> D. Martini was his real name. He changed it. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I told him about that. People would have to do that. All kinds of, from different lands in the U.S., change names. They were telling me, they have some experience with immigrants because they got people coming from Africa and Albania and escaping some heavy stuff, and they can kind of relate. I don't think the U.S. is the only people with the immigration story. And then we started off with Brother Lazarus by the Doozer. That's a, this cat's from England. Um, he needs a train. Now, we were talking about... Uh, yeah, we're on air, so let's try to be a radio thing. Um, my trip to Italy, and then my upcoming trip to Japan. It's going to be cold in Tokyo. But you know what I found over there? I found the most east part on Honshu is a cape. And there's a lighthouse there called Inubosaki. Todai is that lighthouse. So Inubosaki Todai. And it was built the same year as our Point Furman one, 1874. Wow. So I'm going to take the train in Eikosan on New Year's Day. Inu is barking. Uh, no, Inu is a dog. And Bo is barking in Saki kind of a point. It's like a dog port or cliff, you know. And so the, they had sea lions, and they bark like dogs. Oh. So this is where they got the name. But what happened was, you know, when the open door thing, Mr. Perry went over there and said, you guys are open for business. Well, part of the treaty was, you're going to make it safe for the boats. So you're going to build some lighthouses. They didn't really have a tradition of that. They had some kind of lighthouse. They'd be in a, a fire up in a, a castle or something. But they didn't really have traditional lighthouses. So they got some guy, I think he was from Scotland, named Burton. And he built like 24 of them or something. And they called them Burton's children. He put these lighthouses all over Japan. And this is one of them. And he obviously built it good. It's one of these round ones. It's, it's there. Ours is on a cliff, so it's more like a house, right? Mm. But, I, I, you know, our first, he also got together a system of uh, lighthouse keepers. You know, because Europe had a tradition going way back. You know, mm. brought her over to there. U.S. too. But I... Some of our first uh, lighthouse keepers at Point Furman were women. You know about that? Yeah. And there was no houses here. That that place was desolate. Yeah, it was in the sticks. So, like, 
there's one story about like, hey, you know, you know, you take that job and you're gonna die of loneliness and this kind of shit. Was two sisters that manned our lighthouse here, right? And Wilmington was the other side of the world at that time because uh, before they had. uh, That's why I'm saying there was women. The first, the first keepers were were women, and uh, it was kind of hard living. Yeah. Because you always dream about maybe wanting to be a lighthouse keeper because, like, fuck everybody. (laughs) Have you ever been to Cape May, New Jersey? Uh, No. They they got a nice lighthouse there. My brother's ex-wife's parents had the summer house right underneath it. They weren't the keepers. You know, it was been shut down. But they got battlements. It's a lot like Pedro. It's probably automated. It's a lot like Pedro, but, I mean, gingerbread houses and saltwater taffy, you know. It's good Jersey Shore, you know. But it's probably automated. It still has a beacon, no? Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's functioning yeah, I anymore. I think most of them are uh, It's decommissioned, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But still, there's a light going on. Yeah. The Furman one, what happened was the Army built yeah. their own light. I, I think there's one that supersedes it now. House, yeah. right there. But it actually is a house. Mm-hmm. Right there on the uh, closer to the cliff. Yeah. It's kind of a house bunker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a beacon there. And that thing goes. But they took the light out of the... If you look at the top of the so point, so you made it at Angel's Gate, same as here. It's just Angel's Gate minimal has a light. Yeah. It's automated. You know, it was manned until the 70s. Yeah. You know, the LA Yacht Club's lobbying the harbor to, to get it restored, like $2 million. It got yeah. hit by a battleship or something? Restore the sunken city, man. Come you know on. That? Where's your priorities? I that lighthouse restored. <laughs> I sail by it all the time. You know that. That's you got true. hit by a bat. That's how strong they built that thing. Yeah, yeah. It took true. a bunch of storms. Yeah. I think 1911. Yeah, it's probably like five feet thick. And yeah. uh, she, yeah, she Come took on, she me took me. blows, but she still got a light. Furman yeah. ain't got a light. The light is actually at the army uh, thing because well, when the second war came. Yeah. Yeah, that's the same with the one on the east coast. Yeah, I'm hoping they uh, approved the funds to get that thing. They didn't really need it high because it was already sitting on a cliff. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have to make a structure like a big cock. Right. Right. Yeah, they're all different. They compensate so well. No, you you fit the situation, right? And this is what the Burton did. They're not all the same. But this one I'm going to go to, uh, it's kind of like the stereotype, the big... Did he use... Um, traditional like English architecture whoa or go to the Japanese aesthetic I wonder no 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 it, it looked like they were just it looked t- like Victorian then. Victorian um, lighthouses yeah that's that air mm-hmm. cool that'd be interesting uh, circumcised you know what when you go up the when you go up the P, uh, Pacific Coast Highway there's a couple up there one by Carmel and shit yeah oh yeah the big tall or yeah. into the Point Reyes one, which is out on that the one old little island by itself. One of them's just sitting on a rock up there. Yeah. In Northern also, California. there were some light ships. Uh, There's a great people fog use light there. ships. Yeah. And I, oh shit, we're at the end of the first hour. But a light ship was very dangerous because some of them didn't have motors. Yeah. So you could not get out of the way. Very dangerous. dangerous. Station yeah. identification. So we're at the end of the Watt from Pedro show, first hour, December 20th, 2009. Birthday edition. Hold tight for hour two. Woo-hoo. December 20th, 2009. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show. Warwolf nodes are fact. Unbent by chains or hairy winds, the lids louver a lot over irises. Blue, they blew out their light. 
with underhands. I mean, up-tempo and unafraid of the flip. Scared coins fell onto sideways measure with makeup not seen round these here parts. Floating with the current of rose and chocolate. I bet you gather less and less. Worms is all they get sometimes. Wet cars roll out of my ears in large, dark, hard, dark lines of tweak. Can't hardly smell the world anymore. Whistle cream and bee farts are all we are. No desserts by turn birds for you. Rocks leave my swarming hands, launching fusillades at their feathers. By terrible touch, minds are split. Whence came the shrill horn's mother? My lather rather resembles you, dear. Why'd you cry out like forces uncut? Ladles of crumbled soup daunts even Dali. Who'd have thunk of that mustache? Upper lip hairs that it paint better in green, but twirl like wax bowlers instead, jigging at the local mart for harp tunes. Doors always fly open for the drunks. Did you even know she was there? It's fairly dawn by the time we get to go in there. Chilly escapades of milk tins and dust, getting hit from all sides by the immigrant witch, cackling foam girds the limelight while echoes of any response gets dodgier at best. Try driving that one through the bank, senor. My mouse cantilevers hog piles from the wild ones. Then maybe, just maybe, you'll get your bacon fat for free. You may even see it coming off the sun. Were it not for their dark hold knife, cornering the visual market, then gone by dawn, their creed, a need for speed indeed, covers the little children with word cloth. Then we'll all get wealthy and tight. Maybe I'll become your knight, your light. We won't tell you that the internet's mesh is cracked. It makes me fall flat on my back. Mama, I can't send no email to my home, to my home. Donde esta el día de los muertos? Entonces, ellos hacen la comida de sus almas. Outside, the grass whispers to one another. Without guile, Flob flinched forward as Adam's and deranged flies flitted at light speed past and through his melonly cranium. This only sparked intense orange spasms of creativity and divinely unfettered bliss as the waiter, wraith-like, delivered his appetizer, a crisp and fertile calavera ensalada. Winking flirtatiously under the vinaigrette, such that Flob's first taste effervesced into fluttering endless depictions of himself, reproduced upon the capers. What? No croutons, he cried.
Rolling Pitchfield Sea Golden lives for trade Below it's all free Burning season liquid men Prowling crowds cruelly stab Struck by preacher's pen Love it all is Captain Crab Send the bright needle down And dirty winding sheet Enjoy eternal bliss Rocks tied to your feet Bloody season curled men Laid out on a slab Letters in red pen Above it all is Captain Crab Freshly polished brass Coiled rope snakes Broken men of glass Compass drunk shakes Wandering season leathermen Crippled mind will grab Chartered without a pen Above it all is Captain Crab Idols preaching hate, eyes milky light. Davy Jones won't wait, choke on bird night. Black and seasoned sunken men, like broken and trapped. Ship silent like this pen, above it all is Captain Crab.
Watt from Pedro's show. Uh, start off the second hour with Moose Pullers, a poem by Christopher Scroger. And uh, you've got to get your pop reading some poems there, Skipper uh, Jeff. The Cremation of Sam McGee by Robert W. Service. He recited that almost completely by memory for my Thanksgiving vi- uh, visit. Yeah. That yeah, was awesome. And you got a recording of it, though. So yeah. You bring right, it on the show. You know, somebody gave me that once on tour. It's Masonic. 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 <laughs> then we heard uh, Good Cap by Captain Crab. I think Pete Mazich might be playing on that. Mm. I know Fabian is for sure. And, of course, Good Captain Crab came to the gig at, uh, where was it? Uh, Redwood Bar and Grill. And uh, he talks to Pete after the gig. Hey, what are you? What is this? You get up there, you, you just start playing all wild and crazy. I mean, what is this? Pete's like, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I thought Pete did pretty good. Some music people come from different traditions. Yeah, Pete rocks. Yeah. What is this? You get up there. Just... He was. Last night he no, was wailing on it. Yeah. He blew out of his Leslie at the wow. gig before it, that thing in Mar Vista. Uh, he was singing great. And he went, so he went, I said, that's why you always bring both of them. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I saw him pushing it down the street with his... Uh, but what he did was, he, since the gig was in Pedro, he just drove up to Patton in 26 yeah. and got it down the road. I, I was don't have a grateful uh, dead stick around. Yeah, I was, I was giving him ribs about that. Of course, I'm the, you know, 100 odd shows. I think he bought it with it on there. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Good karma. Don't take it up. We heard man. Christmas Ballad by Celia uh, Baron. She's a yeah. saxophone player from Germany. And then Gazing at the Moon. That's uh, those cats are from Japan. And finally, Sleeper Man, a song by the Uptights. And Uptights are from Hawaii. Cool. I'd love to get an e message from people that said, Why? Why don't you get a gig over here in Hawaii? I said, yeah, come on. <laughs> I've done it a few times, yeah. three times. I, think. I love playing there. But they're seen, you know. Uh, Are they uptight? They're not next to any other state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be going there. And they build that freeway. There's no passing through. You're playing there. You're there. I think. I'd oh. like to see you play a Catalina Island a little closer. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've never played there. Well, but I've played Hawaii over, three man. times. But anyway, the uptights are playing there. In Hawaii, in all these lands. You know, if they got a band, there must be a gig, right? Yeah. Unless they're doing it out the bedroom. That's okay, too. They were doing, yeah. Shit, Jeff, it took us 20 years to get out of the bedroom. Yeah. Uh, Not in that way. But now, time for Brother Matt and Spence. It's been a long absence, so I've been Jones. Here you go. Brother Matt, bring it on.
see your driver's license, please? May I see your driver's license, please? What's that in your cassette?
very much, Brother Matt. Cool. What was uh, today's inspiration? Impetus? Well, we started with a little Robin panty Kings. raid. <laughs> panty uh, raid? Yeah, panty and then kind of got into that Indian groove, and then uh, and we just kind of went from there. Right on. A little birthday vibe. Red, my uniforms on emergency and wiping 
Watt from Pedro Show. Um, we just heard um, She Crashed My Car by the Good Apples. You never met Stanislav Zavich, did you? No, he ain't been to Pedro. But he lives in Cleveland now. He's a cat. Him and his sister I met in, uh, actually in Vienna. Because there was, uh, heavy stuff was happening in former Yugoslavia. And uh, now Snez has a band called Good Apples. And this is her new band. So they both live, uh, Snez's sister, Stanislav, the brother. They both live in the U.S. now. And before that, we heard uh, Untitled Theme to a Scream by the Humminbird Mimes. That's a name. <laughs> <laughs> I can see can't remember where they're from. Humminbird Mimes. Oh. Yeah. Look. That's a trip. That's a trip. Good music there, though. And before that, we heard Decide on a Direction by Elle May. We know Elle May. Oh, I love That's, her, uh, man. She's Laura. great. Uh, the the band name she uses for yeah, Laura. Laura. Yeah. No, it's Laura. Laura. Excuse me. No, it's like L A R A, right? Like Laura. Logan, like Laura. Man. And she does have the Australian accent. Yeah. Uh, she's awesome. Thanks for turning me on. To uh, right there. there. Meyer uh, uh, Lansky. Meyer Rock. <laughs> Meyer Rock. Meyer Rock. What's yeah. a, what's the name? Does it have her name no, on there? Not on there. Yeah, she's got a trippy so name right there. May. It's easier. But uh, El May, yeah, because I think uh, her middle name yeah, I think that's the is way May, the story works. and then the first letter of her name is the letter L, Yeah. but she uses the... Uh, she's a real talent. What do you call Redken. them? Maya Redkin. So, so, so what do you call them things? Australian redhead. Those and those things. Conjunctives? Article would be the article. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Me Conjunctive is like a article. but. Yeah, but but. Right. So this is a, article. So she uses the the Espanol article L E L for mm-hmm. yeah clever name yeah. And before that, we heard uh, Russian lullaby by Piquetitos. Uh, Careful. Little ones. Yeah, yeah right. Little ones. <laughs> well, littler. And we're at the end of the second hour of December 20, 2009. Watt from Gidro show, birthday edition. I stumble into 52. Hang tight Man. for hour three. December 20, 2009. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro show. Earth with 
Soviet Union maintaining an impressive lead over the United States in manned orbital flights. During a 24-hour period in mid-August, the Soviets placed two men into similar orbits, so similar, in fact, that they were able to see each other. The first of the space twins to go into orbit was Andrian Nikolaev in Vostok 3. This is what he sounded like as he reported back to Earth. Just over 23 hours later, Pavel Popovich in Vostok 4 was placed in an orbit that brought him within sight of Nikolai. These two men traveled millions of miles in space concurrently, spent a total of more than 160 hours in space. Despite the Soviet achievement, President Kennedy, in the rest of the Houston Wright Stadium, said, No nation which expects to be the leader of other nations can expect to stay behind this race for space, and this generation does not intend to founder in the backwash of the coming age of space. We mean to be a part of it. We mean to lead it. Then the president charted the free world's first goal in space. We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon. Earlier in the year, after repeated delays, the United States launched its first astronaut into orbit. Five, four, three, ignition. Two, one, zero, ignition, lift off. by his overshooting the landing spot by some 250 miles. 
Then in October, Commander Walter Shiraz took his Mercury capsule on a six-orbit flight around the world. On his return, he summed up his flight this way. and Space Administration Chief James Webb maintained, My own belief is that the bringing to bear through the resources uh, that the government is applying, the uh, utilization of those resources to mobilize industry will give us a position satisfactory to the United States.
Watt from Pedro Show. Start off the third hour with Cigarettes and Alcohol in Hell by the Boy. <laughs> this cat is in, uh, I think, Tokyo, Japan. And then we heard uh, Late Night by po- Posing Nude. <laughs> They're a U.S. band. Cool. I think St. Louis. Two, two, a, a duo, of course. And uh, then we heard uh, something from England. No, maybe Scotland. Oh, nice. That's a bad mistake. <laughs> now, where was Scotland? It's called Eternally Dumb, and the band Streets of Rage. But I'm eternally dumb for not knowing for sure. They're Welsh. Fuck. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, though. I apologize. And then we heard something from uh, Joshua Tree. That's still part of the U.S., I think. Uh, Pull Anchor with Tank 2. And then we ended up with uh, something, a band called Deface. This cat told me, look, what? I don't know if you ever play ambient music, but here's some ambient music. I play ambient music, right? Or whatever. Yoko Eno. That's, it's trippy that people are worried about the genres. Yeah. yeah. You know? Especially if they heard my show, it's like you know, it's called music. It don't matter where the fuck you put the notes or the rhythms or the melodies. That's to suit your own personal view. And I'm just looking for tunes. Right, they're interesting. Right, get off on. So don't worry. And and this song was called C, the letter, because they're called Defaced. So they got an album which each song. The letter. And so I was looking. All of them are doubled up. Mm. So there's one D and another D. The only ones that weren't was F and C. Right? Trippy. Yeah. So I guess the first E or the second E. (laughs) So I didn't know. Anyway, that's good stuff. Double D. And uh, (laughs) I'm, uh, again, if you people (coughs) weren't told uh, by me before, it's my birthday. And I'm turning... Uh, as of today, hey, fifty-three. <laughs> you have to and, put a uh, small bonfire on that cake. <laughs> no, I haven't had any cake. I had a good shower. My ma cooked for me this morning with my sister, like the usual Sunday morning. It is Sunday, so she didn't have to get out of the way for that. And it was uh, egg with spinach and mushroom, and then. Uh, Sourdough, toast, and piece of ba- ba- a couple of pieces of bacon. So the eggs were scrambled that the spinach and the mushrooms were put in. And then she pulls out these. Uh, she asked me to come over later after the pedaling because I like to pedal right after that yeah. load up. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I eat bacon and eggs and shit is, is, is on the Sunday morning. Child's Florentine going. So I come back from the paddling and. Michael Watt, come on over. I got some sacks here, you know, and uh, four pair of Levi's and two flannels and a hoodie. I, I kind of gave the hoodie back because I, I, she's given me like 30 jack. I got three yellow ones. I mean, you know, and I said, Ma, some of these things never even wore once, you know, and a, a hoodie got on a 52-year-old man maybe ain't so happy. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, you're holding I, your pistol wrong in no time. It's like me wearing a mini skirt. <laughs> I mean, yeah. even if I was younger, that might have been weird. But. My mom likes to try to put me in outfits, you know. Outfits. Matching, yeah. Well, maybe she's thinking this. Maybe Sun it goes suits. with the Levi. But I got uh, a bunch of socks that were cool. Of course, I had to try them on. I know it's socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they fit. You know. She made And it. then uh, uh, chonies. That's weird. But <laughs> that's what mothers are for, man. Yeah, keep them pressed, I man. Guess. They're great ones, though. Yeah, she loves you, man. Black ones are better. I think it's kind of weird, yeah. but I don't care. I love her. She wants She's to gonna have to have arm. a surgery on her eyes. She got cataracts. Mm, yeah, she's uh, seventy-four now, still working. So she's gonna have to. She said it was getting hard to. Yeah, read and stuff, and yeah, these things. But Thurston had it in, in oh, his forties, you know. Yeah, it, it uh, runs in families and stuff. Do a laser treatment on on her? No, or, they uh, have to go in there and put new lenses and uh-huh. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe get pressure. She says there's going to be a couple things done. They're going to get pressure off. It's like a kind of glaucoma. Uh-huh. Right? The pressure builds up in there. Anyway, she's going to have that and. Uh, that was a nice thing from my mom. In fact, I'm wearing a flannel now. Yeah, and it's a nice one, Mike. It's trippy. It's got a flannel on the inside. And no <laughs> one sees the secret. Not really, but it seems like it could be. The inside pattern is the real lumberjack. This is a big-ass tag. I don't think they, maybe. Uh, it's kind of weird. Red with the, what is this, teal? You sure Ma didn't give no footed PJs in flannel? No. Oh, no. man, I used to walk in the toilet in those. They were the greatest. No, I, n- I never wore pajamas. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. You still sleep on the deck, too? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I have so many Levi's. Now four more. Well, I must have 30. You, you know, I have two black ones, two pairs of black ones. Because yeah. they asked me to wear a black fl- uh, flannel. He, he said I could wear that for gigs. I wore it in Sao Paulo. And Nicholson told me, they got black Levi's. They're great. They're like this. When they wear but they're it. just black. Mm-hmm. You know me, I never wore black clothes. <laughs> you know what I wore at the last two gigs was jacket I found uh-huh. in the closet that Raymond gave me like 20 years ago. It made you break your string. Uh, that's right. No, I think that's crazy. You think it's Aberdeen that broke your string, You know, you man. keep saying that, Todd, but I think no, when you walked out, I yelled, I yelled at... Uh, so wrong. And then Elvis Costello and shit like this, but you, you guys, you, you're talking from, you know, maybe your own experience, because this no, jacket is a lot of punk shows uh, with yeah. me and Raymond, yeah. not Elvis Costello. I'm thinking more Tom Waits. <laughs> I wore a lot not of jackets like that in the 80s, man, the early 80s. I, I love well, it. was I one of his. It wasn't one of mine. Well, here it's a good-looking jacket, man. It looked kind of weird. <laughs> but I thought it would have good luck. And get this, there was a paper in there. And it was Chalo's. The guy who played drums for Los Plugs, huh? Wow. The number, his phone number was in there. I had so long ago from years. Yeah, that was a trip. Didn't they back up Dylan once? The Plugs? Los Plugs? They backed up Dylan. Uh, I don't know. They were a punk band in our scene. And they, they like had yeah, one of I the remember. first albums. It was called Electrify Me. Yeah. Tito's got a band now called Tarantula. I saw him at the airport. He just got back from Moscow. I think my friend John Curry and was Chalo, in the plugs for a little while. The first bass player was uh, Barry yeah. McBride. Yeah. Texas guy, I think. 
and Chalo ended up playing with the Social Distortion and uh, Soul Asylum and stuff like that. Social um, D, man. Yeah, it was very interesting. And to wear a coat like that, I hadn't played, so it's kind of binding up in the arms a little bit. <laughs> but Raymond came to the gig Friday oh, cool. with the disco lights and all yeah. that spinning. Whoa. What a place. Yeah. Wow. But uh, and we got to play after Sacco and Trust. God, the sound was bad for them. I told Joe Baez, I said, they got it. People got to know what you're playing, man. You are, you are the man. So is he going to be coming down? You're the, the man. We got to have him on the show, huh? Yeah. The surgery is successful. He's playing like a motherfucker. So good. Yeah, that guy's got some oh, cool man. stories. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of punk rockers out of Wilmington. Mm-hmm. I'm There's a Wilmington it. everywhere, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think Delaware, they're, they're na- that's what they're named after. Finney's Banning yeah. was from that town. Yeah. yeah. Delaware? Yeah. Yeah, and he named the town after where he was from. And he actually built the harbor. He mm-hmm. is the beginning of L.A. Harbor. Um, let's play some music. Still in 
to her eyes as she stared up the door. I was alone, so far from home. I had to reach and need to keep my open eyes. So alone, so alone, so alone, so alone. Come on. 
You can be all quit now. We're going to be on the air. Oh, no. Okay. Um, let's see. You just heard... Now, I'll go the other way, because you guys are near the end. We start off with Jay Maskus' brother, Mike Maskus. He's got a band called The Warblers. He's a lawyer, but he likes to be like Jay. Or Jay likes to be yeah. like him, maybe. And with So Alone, The Warblers, out of Massachusetts. And then uh, Beat by The Bloodflowers. I think they're, they're SoCal. I think so. And then uh, Schooner with Vermilion. It's a French word, not huh? Red. It's a yeah, shade kind of like, like orange deep, red. Deep red. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Watermelon. I'm always thinking of watermelon. Vermilion meat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The inside of a watermelon. It's Crayola box. Yeah, I know it from the Crayolas. <laughs> Me and the Smothers Brothers were smoking them that day. <laughs> but you know what? The two L's, the French would be like, Bamillon or something. And that was Schooner. They're a band from uh, Ontario, Canada. Toronto, I think. And uh, but I might be wrong. So fucked up. I just want to tell people that music comes from all over. That's why I mention all these things. And if I'm wrong, I dearly apologize. But the idea that music comes from everywhere and not just Pedro, not just Hollywood. Okay. Sun Sun, a band from uh, Serbia, did Outshined. And then we heard Rich Did Something Bad by Urchin Heads. Followed by East L.A. band, uh, the Dharma Bums, the dub, uh, something brand new from them, Dharma Dub Styley. An East L.A. band called themselves Dharma Bums. They told me about their journey, too, to up uh, City Lights books. Oh, and, cool. Yeah, and these are young uh, Latin guys. It's wild. And so there's some dub. But uh, um, before I played them, I did play Urchin Head. So this, uh, we want to get the lowdown here from... Uh, Two urchin heads with us now. I've been called work. Todd, Mr. Uh, Skipper Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Skipper Jeff. We've been uh, just good friends, and Todd's probably takes it a lot farther, and we've been uh, jamming. Started out in uh, t- uh, El Monte area, San Gabriel Valley, Valley friends. El Monte Hall, to be specific. Yeah, but Todd goes way back. He was jamming with these guys back in high school, and, and I kind of yeah. weaseled my way in there. Uh, question: How does inland dudes get a name about the sea? <laughs> Ask Todd. Oh, I was a snorkeler and stuff, but uh, actually, Kenny Kawamoto, who was our rhythm rhythm player for years when we started out, and uh, he's got this big moon face and these great eyebrows, Japanese from Japanese descent, and just this dry sense of humor and a voice like Jamie Stewart, man. He like he doesn't stutter, but he talks. Mm-hmm. You guys are effing hippies, man. You know, give me a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. And but very and he's just looking. <laughs> he moved away, and for ten years we were all talking like him. You know, <laughs> he's very quotable. <laughs> Where's he now? Very, very quotable. He's in, uh, back in uh, Delaware. Delaware, yeah. 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 Anyhow, he, we sat down after a. A smoke-filled, you know, uh, patio <laughs> jam at Gary McCarthy's up in Altadena. Clutch McCargo, he's the other founder. We just snapped a picture, and Kenny was sitting underneath this swag lamp with a, one of the big uh, urchin without the, sh- the spines-shaped swag lamps, cloth, jam, wire, lantern, and and he was playing this um, flute that a friend brought me from India. Might have been from Akron, I don't know. <laughs> 
But it was just like this swami thing. And you know, we, we just, it looked like a it. huge urchin on yes, his head. Yes, urchin head. Yeah. And we realized uh, the just the way the photo don't was have composed, heads, you know. This right. lamp on the his puns head. kept coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They had to come up with some kind of name. And then so. the music, the direction. It just stuck. You know? like, like this tune here. Um, that was... Freeform. We, we were kind of getting into a freeform thing. Rich Castillo, a great bass player, was in Mind Over Four. And he kicked in my... He basically lived off me with Marlboros and, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, Top Ramen for a year or two. You know, before his lived around the corner in Omani. Anyway, he's getting that popping thing going. There might be two bass tracks on there. I'm not sure. He's from El Monte. James Elroy. Yeah. Right. I just yeah. got his new... This was the weird thing. Sabbath I got that book from my mom. My mom's birthday, yeah. December 9th. Yeah. yeah, but somebody with cataract, the book thing ain't too yeah. happening. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, anyhow, the jam just kind of, you know, we like to improvise. On the spot, we write things we never repeat most of the time. Make and he just laid down his groove. And That's been why it's good to record. I've been influenced by, you know, like some Zappa-ass talking head type of rhythms, kind of, kind of world music thing there. And so that kind of uh, touch wah guitar thing came in. And uh, we just let him run, and he was talking about the Samuel Jackson character in his super suit in one of these cartoon movies. Yeah. And we just got into super groove. And yeah. We just I, I was supposed to answer back, actually. He go, and I sent this woman, and I said, and I'm supposed to throw in like a Ruby Keeler voice or something, you know. But we never did that. We just liked the way it was. Uh, was this a recording band, or did you do gigs? No, uh, we just... We, we did the Duda Parade in Pasadena yeah, we did. a couple times. Uh, we did Big a lot time. of backyard beer busts. Yeah. Basically, it was... People throwing out the rules, you know, shits and giggles for ourselves, you know. No How'd you rule. do that? How was the power? Was it all acoustic? Uh, we that, did it the first year. His garage band. The first year we uh, we had a theme. We joined forces, which was called the Marching Leech. No, he's talking about that track. No, he's saying, "How did we? Yeah, how'd you do? How did we amplify the parade?" Is what he was asking. Oh, oh the, the parade. So we Actual, go ahead. Were you actually marching? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell it to you. Tell it. They, uh, we joined forces with this group called the Marching Leech Kazoo Band, and that was loosely based on uh, the African Queen. We built an African Queen float, <laughs> and we used a. Uh, he just had his birthday. We used a 500 watt generator okay. with oh, about five generator. practice amplifiers. Okay, and, and we were the first band to actually. And we had a drum kit ourselves. bolted down on this trailer. That had to be pushed because they didn't allow motorcycle yeah. motorized vehicles yeah. in the parade. But you and, could have a motor driving. But the, the thing is, whoever got on the guitar first, whoever played the first note, they'd steal the power from the generator from everybody else. Just like when you were on the rocket boat, you There's know. Not enough power. Power. Yeah. Yankees used to generate was small. Oh, we were towed by these leeches. This yeah, friend of ours, Finley, created these huge latex lease leech masks with these sucker faces and they had teeth coming out and the leeches played kazoos and they towed the African fl queen float and we were on it I was wearing a skirt I got a lot of trouble for that I got a call from Central Casting they saw me on the parade and they found me somebody knew me they wanted to see if I'd play harmonica for something then they wanted to know if I read music and I'm like no man I'm just screwing around there this is a dude operating Tuna parades, though, big time. We got, it's on the TV. We got TV exposure. <laughs> well, you're on Bogart, man. The thing is, we had like a 14-foot bogey. That was years later, though. Yeah. The, the, the had, we also had the pregnant Hepburn nun. And, so uh, a lot of this band works. Duda, 
It's invested in this doodah. We had one year a theme was no, called just... Guitar Army, where we had we did the same thing, but we sculpted this huge amplifier. And I have two good friends that are great artists, <laughs> illustrators. One guy, J.T. Steiny, and the other, Terry Robinson. Anyway, they were like the and you know and I. The the guy who really had the the ideas behind this stuff was Gary McCarthy. Really, we construct the floats in his backyard, yeah. and uh, we built this huge amplifier. You know, we had to cover it all with black visqueen, but they illustrated the big speakers and everything. We stuffed all the practice amps and the generator in there, and we towed it. We had a j- microphone that was like thirty feet high with these girls in miniskirts sk- pushing it, yeah. and. Uh, and everybody was dressed in military fatigues, and and uh, and then that we had just extra people without real guitars. We made facade guitars, yeah. you know, just because we just got there with a jigsaw and some plywood, and we made all these weird shaped guitars. And uh, we did, uh, we tried to do a drill team routines, you know, uh, guitar army present arms, BOCs, you know, sword fights. <laughs> so we sword had, fight, I'll tell you, people yeah. just tell me at this club we played Friday that they had y'all pissed in the same thing and not one at a time. Oh. <laughs> he had kind of an incident. Like, the, the, the dude said sword fight. You're going to have to, like, if he finished before him or... Or Pete finished before one of them. Who, I don't know. There were some weird conditions on this kind of getting the piss out of you. And uh, the guy he mentioned sword fight. That's crossing cross piss streams, you know. Yeah. Well, you, I you was see in there. Where those guys he, coming from. You know, we were riding together on the way home. Yeah, but get, okay. So how long has the band been in action? Urchin heads have been coming in and out the door. Gary and I started playing as the Kennerly Kennel Club, you know, and he was kind of like a latchkey high schooler. We'd go home and eat the white cheese out of the fridge and record on a little home tiac. Was that Urchin Heads? That no, but that was the birthday. Okay, of, how long has Urchin Heads been? Urchin Heads started probably early eighties. I, I met you in like eighty uh, three, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, but we were, already, we were already calling ourselves. But you were twenty six years. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We, just, we just played for fun. We didn't seek yeah, out gigs or but anything. Anybody, uh, but, but that's you're doing okay. we do a lot of back bar, backyard <laughs> parties. Cutting out guitar shapes. As well. you can tell, I mean, tongue firmly in cheek, you know. Yeah, yeah. but come on. Yeah. Uh, got some good play. And it was a you great were talking game. Frank Zappa. There's some of his music that's like well, that. Yeah, but I don't know how to write it we down. We cover one of his songs. <laughs> right? Help, I'm a rock and yeah. shit like this. I just love it. I just love it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's you art be, to me. You can be comic and, and it's art to me. Still music. Exactly. We cover a Zappa uh, song. But you know, our mixture was some, some well, Yankovic, right? Weird Al has been making. Yeah. But see, he's got some established thing now, right? Yep. Oh. What is it, Disneyland or some shit? Oh, really? No, no, no. He's got some, like, there's a Weird Al ride or something. Dollywood. Theme park. Pigeon <laughs> <laughs> Forge. <Yeah>, Bollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. I don't know. But, I mean, humor doesn't have to mean yeah, what's the that? shit ain't yeah. uh, real. Yeah, that's that's right? what we came to believe after we stopped laughing. <laughs> yeah. We had some songs that bordered, like, nursery rhyme, like Poop Jelly. You no, know, that, that's just a big hit. You know, and we had to just... Uh, just you know, it was, oh God, it's hard to describe, but it was just an ongoing experiment. Would, for well, a long time there, we'd get together almost every weekend for a couple of years. Oh, yeah, it was Thursday uh, night know, for uh, five, debauchery, six years. you know, and we'd make noise and yeah, we'd was, stay up for 
hours and yeah, I, I started so out. So what about future plans? With something key about it. We well, know we've, we've all kind of uh, we're splintered now. Yeah, but people have got up. married, yeah, well, had kids. Um, yeah. There's internet. We got we got bass drummer do. lives in North Dan, Carolina. Remember Dan? Yeah. We're going to be working. I know instructors. He just gave me a track. Uh, they did pull him over. He wants me to put bass on it. I don't live in Cleveland. No. Hey, you live in the weather Cleveland. right now. That's where Maskovich lives. Yeah. <laughs> Todd's got his own project right now. Yeah, you know, I got a career as a graphic designer, so it's not a you know. Yeah, I've been working we two just years on a CD fun. with a band called Watch out of Glendora. But it's all supposed to be for fun. I it don't is. see the point here. <laughs> Which, the, the point is, we're still doing. We we did some recording yesterday, and we jammed into the okay. wee hours of the morning last okay. night after yeah. we saw you. So, so these are the future oh. plans. <laughs> no, that is fairly recent the one you've got and that's from uh, Skipper Jeff's pad or Cabrillo the so. plan is if it happens I think it the, happens. the point I'm trying to make I think people get I mean everybody's free to choose this if they want but they can see you know the real music is what the shit coming out of the mall nope when you're yeah. shopping for uh, you know no. you don't hear Captain Beefheart there yeah you know what I mean <laughs> no. what, what is real music what is uh, for fun music what is no. I yeah. think Jimmy was about joy when he was wailing on that guitar yeah, exactly you know, so what I want to say is, what you guys doing, in my opinion, is legitimate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And don't put it underneath. Maybe uh, you know what I was always slash proud. guy or whatever. Oh hell no! Yeah. Okay. I was always proud of being underground and below the radar. You yeah. Know? Yeah. We yeah. we have we have masses of tapes. We would just use boom boxes, Tons. home stereos, just to we well, record So what about everything. setting up a website and let people listen? Yeah. To us. Well, you need to get a lot of that digitized, but I. Digitized, yeah. but I'm telling you, between the two of us, we're hundreds of cassette tapes, yeah. four tracks, you know, just straight into the stereo stuff. But a then, lot of condenser mics. Sounds on like boom a boxes. lot of work. Well, no, no, a lot of boombox up, maybe hang a couple. Yeah, of but still, to, to mass that much material, there was a little work involved. It went really fast, or it went really slow. Yeah. <laughs> But it went. But yeah. the players are splintered. We, our drummer is actually in North Carolina, and he's yeah. building a music studio yeah, there. Yeah, we got to head back to Graziano. Nice he's a place, talent. and hopefully we'll get back there and reunite. We had a little reunion. Three of us got together when Todd's played a re- high school reunion slash 50th birthday backyard party this year out in Laverne. And uh, so we did three or four songs together Yeah, the Todd's band members yeah this guy had the 50th man I, I've known him since preschool you know they're saying do I say Mary had a little lamb I'm going she loves you yeah 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 you know wow. <laughs> so like the music's kind of a more splinters my dad plays you know, that kind of our bass players in Ohio together. like yeah you're saying you can get on uh, Craigslist and find people yeah. but no no you can find these guys through the internet. Oh, then we're tracks around. Oh, yeah. I oh, yeah. see. What That's what I'm saying. I'm, like what I'm oh. doing for Dan McGuire. Yeah, he's got already you. got the track. Now I'm going to play bass to it. I send him the bass. Yeah, we're many miles apart, but we yeah. can still come together through that's music. A good idea. Well, that guy that's building this. And studio, this is what you can do. He's totally high tech, and yeah, well, I want to get out. Shit, there you do it with GarageBand. Comes free on a yeah. Mac. And that's yeah. what this was between you and Brad. Okay. Well, my brother should send you stuff from the porch shops back east, and we should layer some stuff. Anyway, out. you know, I, I like this old word opportunity, and not yeah, the B yeah, word yeah, burden. Yeah. What's real? What's for fun? What's for fake? What's don't worry. Hey man, I'm gonna have to be like golden years. So I want to get all high and mighty about that. <laughs> Maybe it's me turning fifty-two today and being all cocky. I like uppity, to make some, yeah. I like to make a little up and what there. I love, you know. But I want to. You're being you know cocky okay. and Todd's being cute. You said you jammed after seeing me yeah. uh, play last night. Yeah. 
Well, let's extend that. If I can tell you, bring on the urchin head. Bring it on. We'll play <laughs> some more uh, next show, too. We're at the end Sweet. of the December 20th, 2009, Watt from Pedro, right. birthday boy edition. Happy birthday. Okay. Happy birthday. Well, man, so much for your <laughs> aiding and abetting. Cool. And uh, we got to thank our guests, uh, Ty, cool. Skipper Jeff, coming aboard and finding out Duda Parade bands mean something. <laughs> okay? And everybody out there, I think uh, we'll do another show Sunday. We're going to try to bring Miss Peek aboard live yeah. in real time from Bangkok. Skype. Cool. Yeah, man. Okay? So keep your powder dry.